Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot. Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah, that's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Want to be protected from opinions you don't like? Then you better go somewhere else, because this is not a safe space. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. It is, of course, an election year, and it's 2020, so anything can happen. But should a political party ever refuse to support their own nominee? I'm Mike Ferguson. Thanks for staying with us on American Viewpoints. And the answer is, yeah, sometimes, but it's really rare. An article at Reason.com caught my eye this week. It's called The GOP Should Shun Laura Loomer, and it was written by Robbie Suave. Loomer won the nomination for a Florida congressional seat this week. Robbie joins me now. Robbie, this is a really heavily Democratic district. Loomer probably has no chance to win this, so why should the GOP shun her? Uh, right. It's just as you say, I don't think she's likely to win. Um, you know, there's nothing they could do to stop her from running as a Republican. You know, any crazy person can say I'm a Republican run for Congress. So none of that is an issue. The issue is not they didn't not ignore her. Um, she's actually been endorsed by Donald Trump and by Representative Matt Gates, who, you know, is this kind of up and coming increasingly high profile Republican um, who I disagree with some of the things he says. I agree with other things that he says, um, I think it's a huge mistake. He endorsed her in the primary. He's still endorsing her. Um, there's no reason uh, to get behind her. In fact, there's every reason to not get behind her because her entire identity is built around direct associations with conspiracy theorists and racists. Let's go into that just a little bit because the bigger question here isn't, is Laura Loomer just a gadfly who should be ignored? Because, you know, Republican activists are told, well, they may be a nutcase, but there are nutcase and we're Republicans and we got to fight for every seat. But when you talk about racist stuff, that's a pretty big accusation, especially when it does not come from the hard left. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, she, uh, you can find, there's a picture of her with Richard Spencer, who's the leader of the alt-right. You know, they're, they're taking a picture together in, I believe it's 2017. So this is, you know, you can't claim, oh, well, you didn't know Richard Spencer was a right. Like he, he is well known at that point already for having like white separatist views. Um, I guess some months later, she had some break with him or denounced him. But I mean, that is pretty appalling by itself. And then she said, I mean, she's tweeted um, just like two or three years ago that uh, she was glad that like thousands of migrants had drowned in the Mediterranean Sea and that she wished uh, 2000 more would die. And she said that she said that Uber is a is a Muslim company because there are immigrant Uber drivers and that she would want to support a company that didn't have any of them. So she wouldn't have to pay them. These are racist remarks that reflect a racist worldview. What's there? What's in it for the Republican Party if they do follow your advice and they com completely shun her? I mean, is there an argument to say, well, you know, the hard left has their weirdos too. They've got Rashida Tlaib and they've got AOC and they've got uh, Ariana Presley. You know, they've got the squad basically. So if they get a few quirky ones out there, what's the harm in the Republican having one? Yeah, I I think um, hypocrisy matters so much to me. I don't know about everyone else. It matters a lot to me. 
So if you're going to say that, um, you know, that the Democratic Party is like the party of hate or division or fringe kook figures, you know, that want to hurt you or that have crazy, crazy ideas, well, then you should probably be denouncing a person in your own camp who holds uh, insane views. At least of all, you shouldn't be endorsing them. Like, I don't know how they can go after um, uh, someone like uh, like Linda uh, Sarsour, for example, mm-hmm. the former Women's March uh, leader, who, who did kind of get a little bit of shunning, not as much as you'd like to see, but she's back in the news because she was kind of involved in a small way in the DNC. I think she was doing like a caucus for, the, for a Muslim chapter or, or pro-Islamic chapter or something like that. They get criticized. Joe Biden says immediately that he he denounces um, her views. So there's no, but there's no moral, there's no equivalent on the like Donald Trump has not condemned uh, Laura Loomer's views. He's endorsed her. Same thing with Gates. So I just I think it's it's hard to to say that uh, I think you got you got to be even handed again because this is a person running for Congress under the GOP banner who they've they've decided to openly embrace, or at least two very important figures on on the right have decided to embrace. And I think it's a terrible mistake. Is this really a risk that the Laura Loomers of the world can actually yank the whole Republican Party into the the fringe area? Because I don't think she can pull the whole party there. But man, it it does seem like uh, you got to be careful how much you, you let her sit at the cool kids table. Yeah, I mean, every political movement has to do a little bit of gatekeeping, at least. I mean, and, you know, there are difficult conversations sometimes to be had. Is this person, you know, too far out of what we want or do we need them to to appeal to a different audience? You know, we're having debate. The right is having these kinds of debates. The left is having these kinds of debates. The Democratic Party, the Republican Party. You know, I'm a libertarian. The sort of libertarian-minded people have discussions about, well, who actually counts as a libertarian? Who do we want to disassociate ourselves from? Wait, I wait think a you, more- mean, you mean a purity test among libertarians? Come on, <laughs> Can you imagine that, such a that thing? That would never happen. Come right. On. Libertarians tend to draw the circle <laughs> way too small so that it's only like two people and then they have a fight over who's actually libertarian. Um, so I get it. But there is no, there, it is clear, it is not debatable that Laura Loomer is so far out, has horrible, horrible views. So you got to do a little bit of gatekeeping. You got to say as the Republican Party, sorry, no, we're, this person is way too far out. Okay, how about this? Uh, Well, if we want a grassroots party, uh, we want campaigns of the people, the voters in that district in Florida decided and the party should respect their choice and support their nominee, even if uh, the establishment didn't like her. I think there's a there's a middle ground where the you know, the party has in the past overlooked the will of the voters and they should pay better attention to the will of the voters. At the same time, I think the just kind of the bare minimum the party should do is is put is do some gatekeeping. If a violent, if a member of ISIS ran for you know a house seat and said they were Republican and they somehow won, you would think the party would say no. We condemn this person. Mm-hmm. There, there's obviously some limit, and I'm saying this person is clearly beyond. And how compatible is that with the big tent ideas and saying somebody is going to be the the gatekeeper because I'm, I'm, again, just trying to play devil's advocate here. And so is there somebody who says, what? This is just the establishment talking. You don't want the people with all the different views on the right in your party that apparently is, is what I can imagine somebody's going to be saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the establishment gets things wrong. I, I think political elites are wrong about tons of stuff. I think the people also get things wrong. I think they're wrong about lots of stuff. I think everybody gets things wrong all the time. Where did this association with like being the biggest 
conspiracy theorist monger that like that's not the same thing or shouldn't be the same thing conservatives shouldn't want that to be the right. same thing as being the most conservative being the most conservative should about like wanting really small government like really small taxes minimum interference of the government in our lives um, less federal authority um, judges who are going to uphold the rule of law and govern in accordance to what the constitution actually says right I, there will be a couple things where we'll disagree what it means to actually be a conservative and again i'm a libertarian rather than like a conservative on everything there's areas obvious where we agree but laura Loomer is not really a conservative she's just she's a uh, she's a spreader of conspiracy theorists um, she's associated with people who, who, like, again, say this isn't ideological. This is who, who, who've said viciously wrong things about, like, how 9-11 happened and how the Sandy Hook shooting happened. Like, it's not even ideological at a certain point. It was, it's wrong to say, well, she's a conservative, so we got to support her. She's, she's a lunatic. How does somebody like that get through a primary? When she's come up in the conversation before and I've been on different stations and I just kind of roll my eyes on the air, if you know what I mean. I mean, I get some people that just get really angry with me. What is it about characters like her that draw a following? I mean, she, you know, she's, she's colorful. She's, uh, she's, she's, she, she engages in a lot of kind of political theater. She's attracted somewhat of a following. I mean, you can, I, I don't even, I don't know how many votes were actually even cast in this thing. I, I imagine it was not very many. Probably it's, it's it, under certain circumstances, you can, you, you can magically win. And it, it, it occasionally happens, right? Where someone you've never heard of or someone mm -hmm. who's crazy wins in a primary that didn't get a lot of national attention or it, or it just generated attention for like a small number of like kooky people who really like their person. So it can totally happen. So again, I don't think it should be an, like an indictment of the Republican party that she was somehow able to, you know, win this little contest. Like that can happen, whatever, it's fine. They can't do anything about it, but they don't need to celebrate and endorse it, which is, that is the thing I object to them doing. Robbie, I appreciate the perspective on this. It'll probably spark a couple of debates uh, for sure. You can find that article, The GOP Should Shun Laura Loomer at Reason.com. Still ahead right here on American Viewpoints. Now that we're bouncing back from a bad corona economy, what does your personal emergency savings looks like? For some people, it's better. For some people, it's worse. We'll explain just ahead. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council.